0: Welcome back to the Maladjusted Monkeys podcast. I'm Tommy Archer, joined always by my favourite co-host. If Monday was a person, it would look like Shane Club. Welcome back.
1: because everyone loves Mondays. Um, thanks for having me back, Tommy.
0: Um, <laughs> not my choice, mate. Contratively, you have to be here. No, uh, I'm kind of stuck with you. Uh, I feel like I'm forever saying, oh, we're finally back. Yeah, After I, was just thinking, I was thinking a long time off. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying not to say, well, I've kind of said it now. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's hard these days because people keep asking us, when are you going to do another yeah. episode, when are you going to do another episode? I keep putting the blame on you because you moved away. Mm, like, mm, yeah. it's a, Which is fair a, enough. Yeah, and you know, it's accurate. Um, <laughs> but we're here. Welcome back to the, the big city, the big smoke, mate. You've moved off to the bush. you like the unibomber now. Yeah. You've grown, a, grown I have started it. my manifesto, so. <laughs> you started that years ago. <laughs> um, I'll
1: tell you what, I don't miss it.
0: <laughs> the city. The, the city. <laughs> Yeah, on the drive, you obviously stayed at my house last night and we drove to the together this morning as we were driving through, uh, we drove through the valley, and I could just feel the tension from Shane uh, <laughs> as he was mumbling things under his breath. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, you don't like the city much now, do you? No, no. Um, how, is, how are things out there? Really good, man. Um, it definitely was the uh, the right choice moving out. Um mm-hmm. Lot, yeah, a lot more quiet out there. It's just nice and slow. I don't have to go and talk to anyone, which is fantastic. Yep. Um, no, I'm really enjoying it. How long, how long have you been So was, July last year we moved, we moved yeah, out. That's yeah, that's quick. I know you've had
0: your fair share of issues out there in terms of floods and stuff. I think you've contacted me oh. like two or three times going, I need a place to stay Yeah, bring my family.
1: We had, uh, it's like the 30-year or 50-year flood. So I think the last one was 76. Yep. Um, that was... 12 odd meters the one we had was 11.6 yep very lucky where our house was it only came three quarters the way up our backyard but um, there was a lot of other people out there who you know it was halfway up their fucking house so yeah you sent me the photos and it almost looks CGI'd it's just your
0: house yeah and then everything around it
1: well I might I might throw some I'll throw some uh, photos up for the YouTube for the video yep Um, just how lucky we were It's really funny because the two places I thought really would go under was the town pool which I'm across from and the bowls club which is right on the bank of the creek neither one went under oh, it's very weird i are
0: surprised that you were able to go back in your house so like, quick Like that town
1: was flooded so what we, yeah we virus. got evacuated at 10 o'clock i think we got the message and then i think we were back at home four o'clock the next arvo yeah that's quick yeah so we were, we were going to have to come back to Brisbane because like you know there was no one really close to us out there because Gunny was cut off, couldn't go out to Madison's parents. Yep. Um, so we were going to go to your house, but then, um, um, my sister in law has some friends that lived, uh, 50 K's out of town on a, on a property and they were up in a massive hill, so we ended up going out there uh their driveway just 50 meters down from where you first turn in they've got a creek running over it so it was like up to our knees we had to wade through oh. just to get across to get picked up by the quad bike to go up to the um a life of
0: adventure oh look
1: at you I, I was loving it man it was, oh yeah i bet you were yeah. yeah well, you you definitely do seem happier yes
0: um you know you're you're not just a ball of rage anymore mm, um, mm. and i like that i don't see you all the time now <laughs> okay, let, me, let me finish <laughs> No, actually, I'm going to leave it. Moving <laughs> on <of> this, <laughs> I don't see as much now because when we do catch up, it means a lot more. more yeah, definitely. Um, you know, because I was getting sick of you talking to you daily. Know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, fair, fair. I, I get that a lot actually.
0: I can imagine. <laughs> so it's good to be out in the middle of nowhere where no one bothers you and you don't bother anyone. <laughs>
1: yes. Um, you do have some new hobbies as well too. Which oh, is, well, one golf. Golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, I've, I've, I've fallen absolutely in love with the game. My uncle uh, gifted me uh, his old set. He bought a brand new set uh, new October last year at my brother's wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then ever since that, i will just try to get out as many, as much as I can. Um, it's uh, almost like meditation. It's it's mm. it's, it's lovely. It's like there's no one else to bother you. You just <laughs> you're on your own. It's fantastic. Yeah. Do you go full Happy Gilmore when a shot doesn't work out? Because that's what I imagine playing golf with you is like. No, I, I'm gen- generally I'm like even when I fuck a shot, like I was getting a bit. Uh, shitty because I know like I- I've fucked up somewhere but uh, I guess I've learned to sort of find the positive in-, in a shot so maybe it hasn't gone st- where I've wanted it to go it's gone far left or far right sliced or whatever but I've made good contact so I'll try and find something positive in yep. what I did bit like distance control or something like that um, and not get cranky Yep. But uh, I'll, I've been very close to wrapping my driver around a tree or throwing it in a fucking dam because <laughs> I, I started with a snap hook. I don't know if this will mean anything no, to you, no, no. which is basically no it just shoots off left. Yep, that's when I first started playing. Border a net, was hitting balls in the backyard, and somehow I put a massive slice into it. Now, so it just goes far okay. right, <laughs> hook. Slice? I'm picking this up. Mate, it's much like
0: cricket. I know nothing about cricket. I know nothing about, what is it? Golf? Yeah, is that what i saying that Yes, right? yes. Golf?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Unless it's two people punching each other. Or yeah. Each
1: other, uh, I, I don't watch it. It, it, it was funny. Madison's uh, started giving me shit because I've never been one for stretching uh, at all. And um, I started looking up um, golf stretching and stuff on YouTube. And I was just stretching the lounge room. And Madison's just sitting there giggling. I'm like, what's so funny? And she's like, you're only doing that to get better at golf, aren't you? I'm like, what of it? <laughs>
0: Well, I, yeah, I'm glad you've actually found what you're like. To yeah, there, yeah. Because you know? uh, it's been in the pub. What have we had? We've had hockey.
1: Yeah, never even been playing that. I, 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 I
0: saw the kit when we were Yeah, yeah, outside. someone
1: gifted me some kit. but yep. uh,
0: uh, What else did you get into? I think I was it really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So in the 33 years you've been on the earth, we got hockey and we got golf. So yeah. that's good. Um, no, no, I'm glad you're, you're doing well in that kind of stuff now. Even, like I said, you seem happier. Mm. Um, for me, not much else has changed really
1: well a few things have oh well a couple of things have yeah i mean not not so much at work but uh extracurricular extracurricular yeah the i think i mentioned it
0: one of our last episodes just you and i is when i started talking about how i started getting into acting Mm. um and that started taking off a fair bit um so you've done what uh, a few different commercials now four or five commercials yep uh three or four like short films yep. who uh, credit to Mr. Flynn Graham, who's sitting behind the camera at the moment. Uh, me and him have doing, been doing a lot of work together. Um, and just. I don't,
1: can you talk about the other thing you've done recently? Uh, I
0: don't know. So I probably won't. Yeah, okay. much, but I just uh, did two days as a supporting role on a feature film, Australian
1: feature yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which is a, a pretty big deal considering you haven't been – really doing this seriously for very long. No, under two years yeah. where I
0: started going to like acting classes mm. and started looking into it. So it's all kind of taken off pretty quick. Um, so, yeah, to go from like nothing to uh, a feature film is pretty cool. Mm. Um, two days filming like on that as a supporting role, speaking role. Bit of a stretch, mate, playing a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> so...
1: You know, I had to really, really do my research. Did you follow a couple of like half decent coppers around just to get a feel for what that would look like? I tried to, but they didn't want anything to do with me. I think I used to work with a few. <laughs> um, oh, God. But yeah, so yeah, that, that's
0: pretty exciting um, doing that. And obviously now, uh, myself, you and Flynn, we're mm. writing our first uh, short film, which we're aiming at,
1: you know, seeing if we can do a film festival or something like that. Um that's so good we're very exciting putting but, together our own little team uh it's been another thing apart from the golf this has been another thing that's um uh, been a really good motivator and driver to do something creatively um and i've i've really enjoyed like the th- like the three-way chat that we did mm. um the other night where we we're just kind of racking our brains to to flesh things out more or give notes on the on the script and stuff but yeah it's 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 been really good creative well
0: yeah i'm glad that you've decided to actually jump on board. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Flynn for ages has been saying, you know, we need to find out how, how to get Shane involved. And when I think Flynn's tried to talk to you about it, you're like, ah, oh, that's not really my thing. <laughs> and then as soon as we kind of get you to look at the script yeah. and come up with ideas, um, then you're just constantly in the group chat sending through notes getting way too deep
1: down the rabbit hole of shit we don't even need to I worry did, about I had to calm you did last time
0: we were working on the script and we ended up somehow both standing in my living room acting at the scenes and you're thinking way too far and yeah. i'm like i think we need to bring it back you know maybe mm-hmm. let's just have dinner first put this to bed for a bit <laughs> all right but uh no it, it's been good and i think uh you know moving forward with uh my acting stuff okay think it's going to be a pretty good journey. Mm. It's fun. I'm, I'm really enjoying it and kind of brought me back to, even as a kid, it was kind of my passion was film. Uh, and I knew one day I'd do something with it. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. Um, but, you know. My God, he couldn't shut you up about it. No. <laughs> no, sorry, man. It's like you. I just get the rabbit hole and yeah. I just want to keep talking about it nonstop. Um, so, yeah, that you know, that's kind of been my, my, my big thing um, that I've been doing outside of work and work has been good. Um, still, still uh, as an instructor, officially um, got my position there now.
1: Mm. So, um, uh, yeah, I wish we could talk about some of the things that you're doing, doing there because it's I find incredibly interesting um, the direction that you and, and the other instructors are taking it.
0: Yeah, the way I guess training is looked at now, yeah, uh, is different to what it was in the past, and we've talked about it with the military as well. I think a lot of whether it's military, police, or you know emergency services, I think. There's a lot of advancement in training making training more realistic uh more contextual yeah as well um
1: and that's definitely important for police officers because and and it's such a big thing to keep um like even recruits or people going back to get recalled engaged in that training because if it's just the same recoil crap and I think a lot of our military and police uh, listeners will understand like when you go back to do a recoil it's a lot of times very half-hearted you like it's taking away from what you should be doing on the road and like the biggest reason that I think people hate it is because they're not being engaged by it
0: yeah yeah that yeah that's exactly right it's kind of like you know no matter what industry you're working it's like you know when you go do your first aid recoil yeah and people can't stand those Mm. days right Uh, so you know Police requalification training, even military, it's, it's the same sort of thing. Um, you know, people who have been doing the job for a while and they come back to get their requalifications. There's that jadedness of, uh, uh, yep, i yeah, tick in the box day, um, which is always going to be there. I mm-hmm. don't think you're ever really going to stamp that out or change people's minds completely. But um, the way we deliver it and probably some of the, um, the content that we're going to be going over in the future is definitely going to be different, a bit more engaging, probably more relevant yeah. uh, as well. Um, just to get police officers thinking. Mm. I'm not just saying, you need to do this, get better at this. You know, be aware of your other options and there are other ways we can do things and sharpen your skills a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But, yeah, no, it's it's definitely... I'm still enjoying enjoying, enjoying the job and feel much happier.
1: Yeah, I am really glad you're off the road. Yeah, so am I, (laughs) mate. I I
0: still miss it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you're always going to. Yeah, always going to miss it. But uh, it's nice to... To have my set hours, no, I'm not going to get dragged into overtime. Uh, and particularly, and you know, I'm sure everyone listening or watching, as you know, you follow the news, you see kind of the jobs now, particularly with all the political stuff with COVID and stuff. What the jobs, police officers are going to, what they kind of got to <laughs> deal with. Uh, yeah, no thanks. It's uh, It's not
1: right to film you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, no longer we just go onto the you know the jobs that you signed up to to go yeah. and do. Uh, you've got all this other stuff now where you're interacting with the general public a lot more. Uh, and There's a lot of hostility out there towards police officers who are just doing their job. Mm. Um, but we won't go into all political stuff. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, but we do have some uh, questions that have come through. Ooh. So uh, maybe we'll get into them.
1: I, I, I like how I pretended I didn't know that
0: was coming. <laughs> just keep quiet, mate. This is exactly as we rehearsed. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Oh, Could we look fancy with an iPad here and everything? Yeah. Uh, all right, question one. This, one. this one's for you, Shane. Shane, what's the goals moving forward away slash staying in sobriety? Is a schooner with the boys mm. shut off completely from 2022 or are you working towards a sensible Bev here and there?
1: It's a good question. Yeah, I, it's funny. Actually, I, I was speaking to um, um, my sister and brother-in-law uh, just last week about this. Um, they asked a very similar question. And for me right now, I have, what, haven't what have had a drink since uh, April last year. Wow. And yeah. the only reason that's worked is because, and I believe we've spoken about this before, is previously when I've gone, I'm going to have a break. Mm. And it's like, oh, yeah, I feel really good now. I haven't fucked up in a long time. I'll have a couple. Yeah. And then there's a couple more, couple more, couple more. Um, and then inevitably end back exactly where I was. Yeah. Whereas yeah. this time, because I've got that mindset of, no, I, I've quit, I'm not, I'm never drinking again. Mm. Um, that sort of removes any temptation of, oh, one won't hurt. If I'm like yeah. catching up with the boys uh, that I used to work with or yourself. Um, but like I said, Sani, like, never. I don't know what the future holds. Maybe in 10, 15, 20 years time, um, you know, I f- might feel comfortable at that point. But like right now, the way I have to think about it is I'd, I will never drink again. That's the, that, that's, just, yeah, that's the way I have to think about it. Like yeah. we,
0: when you came over yesterday, we went out for lunch mm. to the pub. Uh, obviously, you're on the zero percent mm. alcohol, um, the near beers, we call, mm. and I had a couple of drinks. Did you feel? Did you have a craving or anything like that while you? I, oh, to ask I, you, I didn't I, want to do it while we're at the pub.
1: Yeah, like I'll, 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 anytime I'm in that situation, I definitely um, feel like I want one. Yeah. Um, but just, but again, like just having that mindset of no, I'm not going to. Yeah, yep. um, it sort of like it's for the first like when we were standing at that bar ordering, and you're looking around and you're seeing all the types of beer that you used to drink and like yep. the ones you used to love, and it's like fuck, I'd love to have one of those. But then as soon as you're like yeah, we sit down, it, it's kind of just goes away and fades to so the, it, yeah, it just fades to the background. I'm finding it's becoming e- easier and easier uh, over yeah. time. Um, like one. One aspect of it, though, it, that I, th- I guess is just going to come with time, like at my brother's wedding in October last year um, was a re- really, really hard one, and it, so was Rolls' wedding. Um, but I believe my brother's was after Riles', Um And I ended up having a, um, a panic attack at my brother's wedding and having to leave. Um, and, again, it's just being in those situations where normally alcohol being my primary coping mechanism for, for a lot of stuff, and I've been able to do something else, think about something else, whereas, like, being sober, you very much get locked into a certain uh, frame of mind. It's very hard uh, to get out of, especially when, like, my um, way of um, sort of staying away from alcohol has been to withdraw from a lot of my social circles, like, or social gatherings where it is in those places that are, you know, have the greatest temptation. Yeah. So it's something uh, that I did learn about in my PTSD courses, is like, it's not going to be get better unless you keep putting yourself in those situations and get used to it. Um, but, you know, it'll come with time. And like, I think moving out to England has been really good in a sense that, yeah, it's probably not the best for um, developing all the skills that I, I need to handle that stuff a lot better. But it's a it's a big enough break for me to kind of get used to this new lifestyle that I'm living, um, and and you know dip my toe into the water here and there, and eventually you know we'll probably move back to Brizzy or or um, or somewhere yeah. or back to Harvey Bay where my family is, and then you know that's when I'll really have to uh, put into practice that. Um yeah, what, what is it like? I can't remember what it's called now, but it's just like exposure, exposure therapy. Like oh, just like, yeah, yeah. you know, constantly doing well, things I that thought, you're not yeah, comfortable I with. Did, and I gave you praise. I think the last Q and A
0: episode we did uh, uh, after Riles' wedding, mm. you did really well. Yeah, you, know, like you were just drinking waters and coffees all
1: night. Yeah, and engaging. I, with I people. found that one. That was like my first big, big one, not drinking. But I found that a lot easier because I was with you. I was with Riles. There was a lot of boys from our old unit. Yeah, and I felt a lot more comfortable there because I knew. A majority of the people that i was around i knew that you know not that anything's going to happen but like just in your, in the back of my mind like there's just scenarios that are always playing out yeah. um and but like it wasn't as bad there because obviously i had guys around me who i knew would have my back in yeah. in whatever yeah no you, well, i think you're doing pretty well um yeah I definitely good, agree with
0: you saying you know you have to have that attitude of i i cannot drink it yeah that's probably why you're being so successful um as you are but yeah no that's a good good question uh next one is for me. Arch, getting some successful screen time in now. I want to hear about the unsuccessful stuff, trash auditions, or shitty attempts <laughs> at accents, etc. Hashtag Asian Jeremy Riddle. <laughs> so that uh, one'll be from Ross. Yeah. Um uh, well, Thank you, Ross. Thank you, Ross. first of all. Uh so I want to hear about unsuccessful stuff. So trash auditions. I haven't done too many auditions, but uh my first two were pretty daunting. Actually, the first audition I did, I didn't know until a few minutes before the audition that I had to do an accent. (laughs) What kind? It was an American accent, which I hadn't practiced. And I think I was on my way, I was driving on my way to the audition and then they texted me just to confirm what time. Yeah. And I can't remember how it came up, but she just, you know, stipulated what they wanted in the audition and in there, it said American accent. And in... (laughs) I freaked out. And I think for the last couple of minutes of the drive, I like turned the radio off and I was just trying all these different accents.
1: Can you can, can you give us a bit? Look, well, I'd rather not. <laughs> Come <laughs> on. I, was, I, still
0: haven't, I still haven't done it. But I think <laughs> for- so needless to say, you didn't get that. I, I got the part. Oh, right. you, you get the part. Uh, and again, first audition. So I didn't know. what. what so what, what was that for? Uh, it was for a short film, like a student film. Yeah. Again, playing a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> you got a top cast yourself. a top <laughs> Uh, it was like one of those film noir crime things mm. in like a, you know, a CD bar sort of yeah. thing. Um, and it was down the, the audition was down the coast. And I, think I remember, I was driving the car there, and am like, in the car park. I'm like, right, let's practice some audition. Um, let's practice some accents. <laughs> I think the first one came out like way too Matthew McConaughey. Like, oh, right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, I'm like, oh that's too far this way. And then I tried another one. And I was like, well, that fucking sounds terrible. And I went, fuck it, like, let's just go in and see what happens. Mm. And then um, I went in and was in this, like, little conference room with about five five people there, I think, at, like, a long table. And they were at one end of the table and I was at the other end. And, you know, I said hi to everyone. I was fucking nervous. And i like, all right, so, yeah, we'll just do a read-through. Uh, and I think I said, do you want – what accent do you want? And she said, well, let's just let's do it in your normal accent first. I was like, cool, that come me here." So, I did that. And I'm like, God, I hope they just say, you got the part. <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> that's it. And then they went, all right, uh, we'll go again. Now we'll try your American accent. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> of course. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> and then um, I think there was like a few minutes. I just said, I just need a second.
1: And I'm like, because I was at the other end of the table. I think I was like... Whispering to myself. So yeah, I'm good. imagining you like turn around and just like right up against the wall, just mumbling, like mumbling, like <laughs> you're talking to yourself, but they can hear it as well. I was like, come on, you fuck, you can <laughs> come do on, it. Come on, I'm
0: like trying, I'm trying all these accents, and then I'm like, yep, I'm ready. And then I think she had the first line, and then I just started speaking, and it, it felt passable at the okay. time. Uh, and they said, oh. That, that was actually pretty good. I was like, cool. And then they're like, oh, so we'll go again. I'm like, oh, my God. Think, <laughs> I can't remember what accent exactly. I did. This is a completely different one for <laughs> yeah, the second yeah. take. <laughs> yeah, I went full magic on <laughs> All right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, so I did it, left, and then uh, I think they contacted
1: me the next day saying, yeah, you got the part. Did they get you to do the accent at, on the day? Yes. Or you,
0: they did. Oh, sorry, it was all an American accent. So I had time to practice. Okay wasn't great mm. um, but it was passable yep. um, and yeah, do that one so that was the first thing I ever did Then the second audition I had was for a commercial and on the day of the audition they emailed me in the morning say hey um, we'd like to oh the director wants to meet you just to chat about this commercial you might be good for, I'm thinking oh, okay thinking, reading it saying oh just to chat no worries so I finished work, rushed over to where the casting studio was and uh, and I got there like just on the time that I was meant my appointment was meant yeah. to be with them because, you know, I've rushed from work at one end of town through traffic to the other because it was in, in the city. And I get there and I'm sitting there and there's no one around. Like, what? Do I just wait here? What? I don't know the etiquette. I've never been to this place. So I'm just sitting there for like five minutes going, No, I don't know what door to knock on. And a lady comes out. She's like, you Tom? I'm like, yep. She's like, You're late. I'm like, Oh, God. Great start. So like, Come <laughs> with me. So I walk out these stairs and I go in and then there's like, I think there was like two or three people sitting on the side of the room and two people sitting behind a table and there was a camera set up like this on the tripod. And then my first instinct, because she's like, everyone, this is Tom. She goes, I found him. I'm <laughs> like, oh, great start. Everyone, this is Tom. I'm like, oh, hey, hey, how you going? met the director behind the camera. And I'm thinking, as I'm shaking everyone's hand, I'm thinking, this doesn't seem like a meeting to discuss anything. This seems like an audition. <laughs> and um uh, the director like stranded into it the director's like all right tom uh your mark is just over there and i'll look over and then i see you know the tape yeah, and yeah, yeah i'm like this is definitely an audition <laughs> so okay so just stand there uh all right so this is the scene and they've quickly told me where where i'm meant to imagine myself so uh and the line i want you to say is this so i want you to walk over hit the mark uh look over here and say your line any questions i forgot what the line was and i'm like no of course no i'm a professional oh i got this uh, all right, when you're ready, and I'm, like, I'm like, I think that was a line, so I walk up, hit the mark, say the line, and then I like, I just hold my like my last line of say, and I like hold whatever facial expression, and no one says anything. And I'm waiting for someone to be like, cut or reset, and I'm like, it felt like a minute, dude. And I'm like, someone fucking say something. And the joke's like, yep, all right, cut that. all right, reset, we'll go again. Oh my god, sweet, go again, same thing, and then they gave me another action to do. This is all in the space of I'd say 30 seconds. All right, cool. Thanks, Tom. That's it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Did you get this part? So, yeah, I got the part. <laughs> so, stupidly, I'm like, do you just need anything? No, we're fine. I'm like, oh, I don't,
1: <laughs> don't contact us. So we'll contact I'll, I'll, you. I'll walk, yeah,
0: i walk out. And I'm like embarrassed, not knowing what the fuck's going on. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the stuff you hear about. Yeah. You know, what, what goes on in casting studios. That very minimal information. You're in, you're out. You have no idea how you went. I remember I got my car and I just sat there (laughs) and I was like, I'm so embarrassed. Like, I felt so (laughs) underprepared. I rang my mate Jake, Jake Turner, you got a shout out, mate. So, you'd be happy now. (laughs) Um, And I was like, "I do." Just like this audition is what happened. He laughed. He's like, yeah, mate, that's what happened. Just forget about it. Yeah, you you got to pay your dues. Yep. If they they want you, they'll let you know. And then I think the next day or two days later, they contact me going, yeah, mate, you got the part. (laughs) So, I went and did that commercial.
1: What, what, was that the one on the beach? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, I'll, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna get the links off you <laughs> for anything we can, like anything that's actually aired or whatever we can find on YouTube. And I'll put, I'll put the links in the uh, I think a lot of them are
0: yeah, on YouTube. Yeah,
1: just so everyone can really capture the essence.
0: Yeah. Well, you can check out my official website now. <laughs> official Tommy Archer. I'm not. I'm not putting that in. No, nah. <laughs> I know, mate. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So. Okay, those are probably the stories I've got so far. I haven't been doing it long, so I don't have too much yeah. stories I mean, yet.
1: Like, you have told me a couple of stories, but obviously you can't talk about that. Uh, the, your most recent thing yet. Once once it's out, we'll be able to, yeah, some, we'll be yeah, able to tell those yeah, stories. There's some really good stories in there, yeah, so yeah, uh, stay tuned. <laughs> uh, but yeah, good question. Thank you, Ross.
0: Uh, next one, another one for me. Tommy, how do you find the QPS and the support they give as opposed to the Defence Force when it comes to postings? Um, that is a good question. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Shane, with the military, you basically don't have any, you get to put a preference. Yeah. But they don't ask you, they ask you for any personal reasons why you want to go there.
1: Yeah, you can. um, There is a section on the, on the, uh, the, the posting preference form where you put any mitigating circumstances as to why you either want to go there, stay where you are, kind of thing you don't really have to worry about that until you I think you're a Lance Corporal uh uh-huh. that much yep um cuz at that point that's when they start actually managing your career yep. at that point um Generally speaking, I mean, if if you're not a if you're not a cockhead, then you'll more or less get where you want to go. But I think it's just
0: on the transfer. Yeah, yeah, right?
1: yeah. <laughs> um, but having said that, like we're almost um, guaranteed to move around every three years. They don't like yeah. people staying in, especially as you got the ranks. They don't want people. St- and I, I imagine that's the same with the coppers. They don't want you staying in the same place um, well, like when you get promoted. Sorry. Yeah, when you're like. Um Uh, you know, when you get a bit of rank about you, Mm. like uh,
0: senior sergeant above kind of level. Yeah. um, That's when people start kind of moving around. But in terms of postings, like uh, for your first posting, for police officers, once you're out of the academy, um, it's the same sort of thing. Like you can, so you get preferences. They tell you, you know, um, areas that you possibly could be going to. Mm. And then um, you put your preferences in and then reasons why.
1: But everything below sergeant, is it, would it be, True to say that you can basically stay where you are forever.
0: Oh, yeah. if you're if, Yeah, if, you, if you're at a station, you can stay there as long, yeah. as, long as you want. Yeah, really. it's only
1: once you want to get into that, um, what would you call it, like OC or CO level yeah. where you're actually starting to be a manager of, yeah, of a yeah, station, yeah. that's when they're you know, they not going to promote you in the place or in your old station because you've worked. Um, that, that, which, that does happen, though. Does it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, but I think I heard someone telling me the other day, It's uh, I could be getting this wrong. Actually, I won't say it because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't give the wrong advice. But, uh, yeah, in terms of posting for a police officer, uh, they do take into account uh, personal circumstances, uh, you know,
1: family circumstances, things like that. Um, do you guys get much in the way of, you know, we have DHA, Defence Housing, so if we post somewhere, we get a house that's like almost half uh, the there's,
0: um Now, I've done all my policing in metro areas, mm. so like the city, so I'm not too sure of the specifics, but I do know like... Um, uh, if you're going out west rural areas yeah yeah you know yeah. then because uh, then your brother-in-law is your brother-in-law yeah he he's a police
1: officer who he has a uh, yeah so he, he does have like, a, but there's only one that's for the, the yeah yeah the sergeant or whatever so it is so if you go to those remote areas there's usually um,
0: you know some sort of housing that they'll give you or something yeah like yeah
1: but in terms so there's no subsidy for renting or anything like that I'm not too sure okay no, I don't it's just a whole so. different kettle of fish from the military then
0: yeah 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 absolutely um but again with my experience i've lived and worked in the city mm. so completely different you know
1: oh you do get um a toll moving that they pay for a certain amount of the i think so up to a certain weight. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's
0: a form when you get like a your new posting where you um it asks you about all that stuff moving dates yeah like that. um but again i haven't experienced that so i probably don't know mm. but again for in terms of mates' question about postings if you, yeah, if you have personal circumstances or reasons why you have to go to a certain area or stay in a certain area, um, they'll definitely ask you that and they'll take it into consideration. I'm not saying you will get it every time. Yeah. Uh, it all depends on individual circumstances. Um, but yeah, good question. Hopefully that answered it. Um, <laughs> military question here, mate. Taking us back to our recruit days. Uh, for anyone who's not military, this question is going to seem a bit odd and the phrasing is going to be a bit odd too. Is there a specific reason in particular why a recruit is uh, is chosen to be, "quotes king shitter" in each platoon in army training? Now, Shane, I get you to explain the term "king shitter."
1: Um, while you're going through your, your recruit training, it's up to the uh, recruits of that platoon to uh, maintain the cleanliness of the um, of the lines or the rooms that you're staying in, the, the toilets and the laundry, and it's, it's just another thing like to get you used to. Um, Military life and, mm-hmm. um, you know, making sure your shit's clean so you're not being a, um, a grot and getting sick because you've got a pile of undies next to your, um, bed or something. Yep. Or in your bed. <laughs> yep. Um, but King Shitter is essentially just one, uh, one of the recruits ju- just gets chosen to be sort of in charge of that, but really you're just the one who's going to get their ass kicked when inevitably it's not a good enough job.
0: Yeah. And I think from memory in the, in the mornings, so like they wake you up by yelling out your platoon name. Mm. You know, everyone stands at attention and you get given your morning brief and basically you have to go and, uh, you know, make sure your bed is made, make sure your room's clean and the bathroom uh, bathrooms every morning get cleaned. Mm. And someone yells, I think they yell king shitter and everyone echoes that
1: phrase. <laughs> and then that person has to go ensure that the... the yeah, they they go to, they'll go through essentially with the, uh, one of the corporals or the sergeants, whoever's taking you that day. And they will basically give that, the king shooter, um, the list of all the faults where and where you fucked up, which is pretty much every single time because you can never get it right. Yeah. And
0: then, as for your question, is there a specific reason <laughs> in particular yeah. why a
1: recruiter is chosen to be king shooter?
0: Mate, I think that if it's you that's been picked, I think they've seen something in you, mate. <laughs> that, you know what I mean? I, I, and I wouldn't be surprised if the SAS comes and earmarks you for a position with them, to be honest
1: with you. No. I, <laughs> <laughs> the, I, I guarantee there's. No thought put into it or uh, they, I don't know. They, I don't think there's any thought put into it whatsoever.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, but if you are in training at the moment, I think you are. Uh, enjoy your time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, good question. It's a phrase I haven't heard in yeah, like over it's 10 definitely years. definitely
1: a good giggle when we read it. A around. good
0: giggle, yeah. Um, all right. Tips for new cops to ensure longevity in the job without getting jaded, cooked or deep fried.
1: Uh Interesting terminology there. Yeah, I thought that like when you were reading that last night, I was like, "Hang on a minute, is is this two separate questions? Like one about <laughs> being jaded in the job, and like your preference on you how you like you your can't chicken?" Worry. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh,
0: longevity in the job without getting jaded
1: from from an outsider's point of view. Yep. Um, I imagine it would be very hard, almost impossible, no. coming from my. The way I view the world, anyway, um, the the stuff that you guys have to deal with on a daily, and some of the horrific shit that you guys do have to put up, uh, go to on the daily, I I don't know how you don't become uh, jaded or uh, at some point it's yeah. just inevitable. I think you're going to get burnt out. Yeah, I think out.
0: definitely. Maybe like if you're a first year, your first few months in the job, if not your whole year, first year, you're not as jaded or not jaded at all. Because it's all brand new. It's all brand new. It's all yeah. exciting, but. After a few years, I think you will get an element of mm. being jaded. Um, it just, it's just where the needle lands, yeah. And how you manage it. Um, best ways to management, uh, manage it. We've probably talked about this before um, on the podcast, but the advice I always give to people when they're joining the job is: whatever friends and hobbies you have before you join the job, yeah, keep that. Um, don't just be the police officer. And Many of you would have heard us say, you know, about that identity. Don't just be a police officer. As soon as you finish shift be done with it yeah go home be someone else be who you normally are you know at, at your natural core don't just talk about the work all the time um, At the end of the day it's just a job
1: well I you know I think you're a really good example of of what this question is trying to get to the heart to where you you were burnt out but the change I've seen in you from take going into this new new position you found like a whole new passion uh, for policing, in terms of what you can now give to the uh, the new guys coming through, yeah. um, and instead of being like when we were in and the um, older guys who were getting out, like this is fucked, like mm. get out as soon as you can, fucking yeah. completely over it. Like you, you're you're able to like instead of yeah, yeah, there are shit parts of this job, but we're gonna, I'm gonna give you the best tools that you can to keep keep yourself and your partner or or the public safe. Yeah. So maybe, maybe in terms of like, yep, yeah, you might be doing general duties for you know a long period of time or a few years. Maybe look at transferring to a different unit that's, that's maybe a bit slower, something you might be interested that's in. That's what I was about to say is um, yeah, you shouldn't stay in one place for too long and one of my
0: old boss, Andy DePere, who was on, yeah, our, yep, yep. Uh, on our show, he always says to people, never stay in one spot for more than five years. Yeah, um, That's completely true. Like you will end up. Getting bitter and jaded if you stay in one position, even though you may love that. Yeah. Over time, it will wear you down. Um, the only way to really mitigate that, if you've done everything else right outside of the job, go try something new, something yeah. that challenges you, or you, you know, you never even thought of doing, or you know, pursue a passion within the job that gets you out of wherever you are um, to keep it fresh. Because um, you know, particularly for people in general duties, like the shift work, the types of jobs you are going to, the work rate, like yeah, it's going to
1: grinds you down. Yeah. Um, I like there's no there's no question about it. Like it's going to happen to you at one point.
0: Yeah. Oh. 100%. Yeah. Like I said before, it's just where on that scale to yeah um, and if you can see that you're heading towards the red, then it, make sure you get on top of it early and make a change, go do something different. Yeah. Um and talk to people as well. Um it's easy to get caught in that circle of if you've got a whole bunch of jaded cops yep. in a station and everyone's feeding on this is fuck, this is shit. Yeah. You can easily get roped into that, yeah, uh, and start talking like that as well, and have that same opinion of the work and the world. Um, but yeah, that would be that would definitely be my advice. Good question. Good question. Uh, ooh, one for you, Shane. Now that you've moved away from the city, have you noticed a difference in your mental health?
1: Yeah, well, we kind, yeah, of, kind of touched that. on it before, but yeah. a- absolutely. Um, I, I grew up um, on property, like my. Um, Mum always, um, they were breeding horses. Um, my auntie and my grandmother and my cousins were always doing horse shows and stuff like that. And I always loved that as a kid. I've always enjoyed, uh, yeah, being out, being out in the scrub, out in the bush. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so it's sort of like, even though like, you know, I'm not from, uh, Inglewood or anything like that, it's just the, the pace of it. Like even going down to the shop and you get to know the, you know, the guys behind the counter or the girls. Um, And it's, yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a, it's just a completely different pace, it's quite nice, like, everyone sort of knows everyone, um, and, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely put me in a much, much better headspace, um, uh, something else I was going to say I've completely forgotten now, um.
0: Yeah. I, I definitely think it's the right move for you. Like, you, you, no secret, I was sceptical of you moving out there. I have my concerns
1: well, about it. yeah, because when I got out uh, the first time and yeah. I moved to Gundawindi, um, God, we talked about this the same time, but the drinking and, you know, missing all my mates and just withdrawing from, from absolutely everything. You know, the the difference now is, I guess, like, not, not that I'm... Like, I absolutely love my, my sister and my brother-in-law. Um, like, yeah, having them... Like, they're only, what, four houses up from us, so... Uh, they've got two girls as well we've got uh marlo so it's it, it's awesome going over their house and watching all the girls play mm-hmm. together uh and we're all kind of on the same wavelength like obviously chris is a um a police officer so we kind of um you know we ha- share a lot of things in common like like um myself and you um so although you know i have physically withdrawn the way that I've combated that of going down that same path as last time has been keeping in contact with um, Flynn and my brother, who, who all enjoy gaming. Like I'll just jump on their Discord server mm. and um, and just yarn with them while they're playing video Stank games. Connected. Yeah, you know, yeah. and, and talk, or uh, you know, or now with the um, the project that we're working on, um, you know, talking about that stuff, and we're always like either texting or talking about what we should change, what we should do yeah. with it and ideas. Yep. So, um, yeah, last time even with, the you know, the technology we had at that time even Gandhi, I it was – I didn't want to keep in contact with everyone because it was a constant reminding me of, you know, all the stuff that you guys were doing, stuff I missed, but I also hated like mm-hmm. um, the going out and the drinking and, and stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah, uh, having – having, we've talked about many sometimes, but like thinking really hard about – what the issues and obstacles that I had to overcome in moving to there and having uh, ideas prior to moving out um, definitely made a huge difference. Yeah. And like we said at the beginning, I can definitely see a big positive change. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still, you know, I still have my down days like once, twice, three times a week. You know, it it might be, you know, my body's, not what it used to be and going out and playing you know even just nine holes of go- golf I'll come home my knees are blown up my shoulders killing me and that will set me off I'm like I'm fucking I, got, I don't know I'm I 31 32 I can't remember You're 13, and, man. yeah I always have to ask Madison um you know and, and and I'm struggling just to walk walk around and do nine holes and so that yeah. like that gets to me um I've had a couple of times where I haven't planned it out really well with over christmas and and getting my prescriptions for my uh um my antidepressants and i went uh i think almost a week without them because obviously the pharmacy and stuff wasn't open and holy crap like i'm sort of in a way glad that that happened because it was so eye-opening as to how much they are actually helping me Mm, because like the i end up having like a massive massive argument with madison about like just so like insignificant crap that did not matter um, yeah so that was a, that was bad but also a good thing um, you know and I, I plan that out now a lot better like I, I always get the next box as soon as I can so it's already sitting there good to go yep. um, so I think like yeah the having ha, planning things out a little bit better knowing um, the, the pitfalls that are coming up and a yep. way ways around that has has been um, very very helpful
0: mm. No, well, yeah, like I keep saying, it's so good to see where you're at now Mm. compared to, you look at our episodes two years ago, three years ago. um, Big change in what we're talking about. Mm. (laughs) Pretty much every time we did an episode like three years ago, it was doodly. What has he done now? (laughs) I had to shut you up. I want to talk about my depression, mate. (laughs) Shut up and let me talk for a minute. (laughs) Um, So, no, it's good to have these happy episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Last question. Uh, Nice light one. What jobs did you guys have before the Army?
1: Ooh. You go first?
0: I'll go first. Uh, this surprises a lot of people when uh, they meet me now, and then you know we start talking and get to know each other, and then they ask me, "Oh, what did you do before the army?" or please, the jobs I had directly before I joined the military, I was a salesman in a retail store. Do you, I've, you know this about me,
1: surely? I'm pretty. Yeah, I think I think I've heard that. before. Um, uh, so I was a jewelry salesman. Mm-hmm. See, I would have bought. Uh, that you were selling uh, clothes and things like that. I could see you doing that, but jewellery, yeah.
0: Well, so... It's funny you say that, Shane. So, <laughs> I worked for the Goldmark Jewelers. Shout out to Goldmark Jewelers. <laughs> um, so, I worked there for Can a Can you bit. stop
1: shouting out companies that were sponsored
0: <laughs> by... Eventually... <laughs> They're going to jump on board and give us stuff, mate. If you shout out enough people. Right? I've heard that's how marketing works. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to uh, Ferrari. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I was a jewelry salesman uh, for a little while because I remember I think after I left high school, I just wanted a retail job I could do because I had these grand ideas that I was just going to play football professionally. So, just oh, needed something yeah, to do yeah. uh, when I wasn't training and playing football. So, I did that. And then, uh, wouldn't you know it? Uh, No contract. (laughs) Uh, turns out it wasn't that good. Shock horror. (laughs) It turns out it wasn't that good. Uh, I said, old injury, mate? You know, if I didn't have it. Uh, So I did that for a while. And then eventually me and Nathan, uh, who I think we've talked about on the show a fair bit, one of my friends from high school, he was also working retail. We decided, yep, let's sign up for the army. And uh, I left the jewelry store, um, anticipating I was going to get into the army real quick, but it was delayed. So (laughs) I ended up working at a men's suit store literally across the laneway from the jewelry store i worked yeah uh and in like a week they gave me the manager role there and they said you need to hire hire some stuff so i rang nathan said hey mate while you're waiting for the army do you want to come work with me so me and nathan just ran this men's suit (laughs) store for a couple of months uh and not long after that we joined the army
1: so yeah and now look at us Oh, you've always got something to fall back onto, I suppose. Yeah. Um, what about you, mate? Uh, so, I, re- I, I really wanted to join the Army from, um, like, from, I think I started thinking seriously about it from, like, year eight on. Um, but my parents were never going to let me drop out of school and, and uh, join the Army. What is it, 16 and a half? Or 17? think 17. 17? 17, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I just really I, – I hated school. So uh, – my parents knew uh, one of the local um, metalsmiths, uh, baller makers, uh, and got me uh, an apprenticeship there. I was like, fuck yeah, I'll take that if it gets me out of school. So I think yeah. I, I left year 11, I think maybe a month or two before that was even finished, uh, and yeah, did that for three and a half years. That was um, – I really I, – I love it. I love welding um, and, and, and making things. That that, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, I won't name the place, but the uh, guy who owned it. I oh, give
0: him shout out. that might give a No,
1: because the guy who <laughs> owned it was an absolute fuckwit. Um, he had this. He, had, he 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 had this toupee, and it it just it, it looked like almost like Donald Trump's hair. Um, but I think he had it. Always had this tinge of green. I think it might have been from the chlorine in his pool or something. <laughs> he, he, oh my god, he was absolutely absolute <laughs> I um. So I, I actually finished my apprenticeship almost a year early because uh, I got all of the study. I, I just sma- end up smashing through all the study stuff. And, I mean, when I got to my third year, they were getting me to do, um, like, uh, what do you call it, like um, like proper tradesmen, like, yeah. not, not, not just jobs, like, oh, you're an apprentice, do this. Like, I was actually doing uh, what, what a full tradesman w- was doing. But after I finished my, uh, my study and stuff, I was like, the, uh, the mate from Axial shook my hands like, congratulations, mate, you're all done. You just get, you get that in the your off, mate, you're all good. Yeah, but thanks mate, see you later. I went into the office, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, so I'm all done with my study. And they're like, oh, good, congratulations, well done. I'm like, yeah, sweet, so, you just wanna put me on casual, permanent? What are we thinking here? <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, 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 you're not a qualified until we say you are. I'm like, oh, okay, fair enough, what the fuck do I know? Uh, and then it was six months later. I was out, uh, I was like on my own doing like a team job out in the open, which is actually quite difficult because uh, if you get any kind of breeze coming through and blows that g- gas away when you're trying to uh, TIG weld stainless steel, like the process, yeah, it's it's fucked. But uh, I ended up running into my old trainer. And he's like, "Oh, mate, how you going? How's it been been in training?" I'm like, "Oh, you know, Doug said, um, you know, I need a little bit longer." I was like, "No, mate, that's not how it works." I'm like, "What do you mean?" Like as soon as you've done that study, mate, you're good to go. They they have to sign you off. And so I went to Doug and like, explain the situation, and he's like, oh, I, he was pretty pissed about it. And he's like, fine, whatever. I'll, um, you know, we'll put you on permanent or casual or some shit. I'm like, yeah, but Doug, you owe me back pay from you know for the last six months because you you've only given me apprentice wages when I've been doing trading work. It's like, no, nah, that's not right, mate. That's right. So, then I'm ringing the, um, what do you call it? The uh, workplace ombudsman and explain the situation. And they got in touch with Doug and he, the, the, he would not talk. He tried to fight it for ages. And eventually, yeah, I remember because like, I'd started planning my out then. I was like, oh, yeah, this is yeah. my chance. I'm going to go join the army. So, I had the, all these, like the Indy Joe's Day interview lined up, sweet, everything was good to go. I knew how I was going to leave work. So once Doug finally admitted, he's like, yeah, he was having a chat to me. He's like, yeah, look, the, the pricks have said I've got to give you this fucking back pay. <laughs> rah, rah, rah. Um, you know, um, we'll put you on casual. How, how about that? Oh, no. He's like, what do you want to do? You want to be permanent casual? And I said, I want to be casual. And he goes, okay, yep, we'll do that, happy with that. I'm like, sweet, I fucking quit, see ya. Oh, what, like Yeah, because if you're casual, you don't have to give them the fucking oh, two weeks nice. notice. Yeah, but yeah. where I fucked up was, oh, there God. was no one else around who heard that, wasn't written down on paper. So when I left, he withheld two weeks of fucking pay oh. for my back pay, because he's like, nah, man, you said you're going to be permanent. I was like, oh, you're a fucked cocker. Huh? Oh. Yeah, so anyway, that was, uh, yeah, that was that. Well, oh, and I was a bottle shop boy for a little bit after I left here, <laughs> <laughs> it, while I was waiting for the army to uh, oh, g- nice. give me the call up. That's and, right. uh, yeah. Um, well, there you have it. Good questions, everyone. Thank you for sending
0: them in. Um, another episode's coming out,
1: <laughs> not just this one. So you may recognise the outfits. <laughs> you may
0: recognise the outfits if you're watching at home. Um, so hopefully, and I say this a lot too. Whenever we do this. Hopefully, we'll get back into it and pump out some more episodes. They're used to it. They're, They're not they, used to they it. Know. If At this point, how many episodes in a while are we? 20? 20-something. 20 20
1: 20 uh, yeah, 20 if, 20, you've,
0: 20. if you've stayed with us this long, it'd be a shame to start changing the <laughs> formula. Okay, Let's be honest. You guys have expected a certain uh, amount of professionalism, and it's down here. Okay. Um, remember, I don't give this a shout-out enough. Again, with shout-outs. If you listen to the show, make sure you follow us on... Instagram and Facebook and YouTube as well because um, we get a lot of people who are listening and will message us stuff about the podcast that you can kind of see on Instagram or learn a bit about um, what we do on Instagram as well. So, make sure you get on there because a lot of our content is on there, um, quick clips and stuff mm. and photos of us if you just want to sit there in a home and look at them. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, wherever else we are, make sure you share it, get on it and get involved. Uh, Until next time, which is very soon, (laughs) another Justin Monkeys, and we're out.